Hello and welcome to this week's episode from A Lancashire Lass with me, Lucy Baxter, as featured on BBC Radio 4 Extra's Podcast Hour, BBC Radio Manchester and also now BBC Radio Lancashire. Joining me today is a very special guest all the way from Australia. It's Megan Kelsall. Megan is originally from Lancashire, but we're going to be talking about how she ended up in Australia and what it's been like living over there. But first, welcome to the podcast, Megan. How are you today? Thank you. Thank you. So it's an honour to be here. Um, I'm so good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. So for listeners who won't know, why are you in Australia? Um, I keep asking myself. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, I am in Australia because I moved in 2019 to come to Hillsong Bible and Leadership College just for a year, but I'm still here. Yeah, and um, we'll get into that. <laughs> um and just before we started the recording, you said how northern my accent sounded and how much like you missed the northern accent. Um, yeah. Whereabouts are you in Australia at the moment? And like, what's the time with you right now? Yeah, so I am in Sydney, Australia. The time is currently 9pm. So I think we're 10 hours ahead of you. Yeah, yeah that's right. But yeah, definitely your accent is very northern and I have not heard anything quite like it in such a long time. So it's quite refreshing. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, you touched upon then that you moved to Australia for Hillsong. Why did you want to go to Hillsong in Australia? And sort of what was that process like choosing to sort of go so far away from home? I think um, I remember when I was like 13 or 14 or something like that. I was like searching different like I was very into worship leading and singing and music and everything and I was searching different um colleges to go to and I remember I just came across Hillsong College and I was like wow like what a dream to go to Australia because I think I'd always love to just go to Australia like what a dream to go to the other side of the world and be amongst this and I think at that time it was like just such an unrealistic dream and then when I was like 17, 16 it like came back to me and then like the dream was just so alive and I was like okay well you may as well go to the opposite side of the world. And what was it like leaving Lancashire? Um, <laughs> I mean coming from the countryside and from the farm it was quite a big change but um, I think I was ready for it and I think it was my time just to to move and to just change it up a little bit. But it was sad leaving my family, definitely, and my close friends. But it's also, I think I was more excited than anything. Yeah, because you were, were you 18 when you when you left? Yeah, 18. 18. So straight from college, straight yeah. here. Yeah, and so the stuff you've been learning over what was meant to be one year, you've carried on because of, the pandemic because of covid because of lockdown restrictions flight restrictions australia's been quite strict with that we'll go into that in a little bit but why don't you sort of share obviously hillsong is a christian college organization um why don't you share sort of your journey into the christian faith your testimony so to speak yeah of course um 
so I did grow up in a Christian family um pretty much gave my life to God when I was like five because I was like I do not want to go to heaven uh, to hell sorry I was like I need to go to hell that you know that was my uh, understanding at that time and um, but since then it's definitely been a journey school was like great was in all the sports teams had the friends we had different things on at the uh, weekend for the youth um I was always around people and especially like if you know my parents like they just have people in their house all the time and they were running a youth club and a and a different youth events and stuff so I'd always be around youth um but then later in high school I became kind of like that Sunday Christian you know be at school be around my friends and do whatever they were doing I would try to hide the fact that I went to church mm-hmm. um <laughs> but at school I did have a great time like I had great friends great laughs, great memories, good parties, just living the life that most high school kids were living. Uh, I graduated high school, then went to college, continued my passion with sport and studied sport and exercise science for two years, which is also a great time. Um, I was working a lot as well and developed a lot of great connections. But then I think you ask about my faith. I think during the age of 17, I like really battled with my faith in God. Like I began to just basically give up on like trusting him like almost believing in him and I was just like so like over it all and I still go to church I'd still please the people Mm. that are around me and like (laughs) pretended I was doing fine and I was happy with God but really inside I think I was just battling with many different insecurities and fears that I didn't really I guess I didn't really like allow myself to work uh, through them and I guess I tried to deal with it in my own ways striving to find worth in a relationship and never trying to really find it in God. Um, And then when I was 18, actually, I went through like the hardest time of my life that I'd ever been through, which honestly just crippled me with like so much fear and anxiety and shame. And I just like did not want anything to do like with God. I just felt like I couldn't go towards him. Like I just lost sight of who I was, like no motivation um to talk to anyone to be around anyone I did everything I could in my own flesh just to try and fight the pain and to just run away from it all but and I think like the people closest to me obviously could see that something wasn't right but thankfully I've been able to heal through that and honestly coming to Australia and just like getting the help I needed and just being around great people like I was at home as well but just the support and just growing and learning more about myself and just being in a completely different environment has just been so healing and definitely so healing for my relationship with God. And yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm just rambling on right now. No, but No, that was interesting. I was going to ask you if moving to Australia and sort of being new, no one knowing you, I know you went with a few friends, but no one really knowing you, no one knowing your sort of history or anything. You know, like you said, sort of like, like with me growing up in a Christian family, you sort of you, you, everyone knows that about you but maybe you can move into Australia did that give you the opportunity to kind of start again with not start again with your faith but sort of focus on it without maybe other people bothering you as much maybe yeah I think like moving to Australia and like being a part of Hillsong as well as a church I think you just meet so many different like even within the college I think there's 66 nations represented so that's like a whole load of different cultures like you're meeting different people with different um, values or whatever, like different cultural experiences or whatever. And it's just like different perspectives and 
your relationship with God. And I think where I came from and my belief in God had just been like formed by the first 18 years of like the churches I've been in and the everyone kind of thinks the same and stuff. But I think coming here just like got God out of that box and it's like, wow, like he is so much bigger. Mm. And like there's so much more to him that I was yet to learn to grow in. And so it's definitely been like life changing coming to Australia. And what what do you sort of learn on on your course you were doing there? What kind of things were you taught? Yeah, so in the first year, so she can choose between courses, but in the first year I did the worship course. So that was like, you know, a lot of singing, worship leading, um, different stuff, like technical stuff around that, um, alongside like different um, Bible courses. So you'd have like Old Testament, New Testament, like theology basically is the main thing. And then in second year I moved over to pastoral which is a lot more in-depth kind of bible study methods and theology and ethics and all these crazy things which has been so cool and so learning a lot really yeah Um, yeah did you ever find that sort of studying the faith not obviously like theology but doing it sort of every day was quite intense sometimes sort of it it was your faith, your life. I know it, it should be, and it is like your faith, your life and everything, but was it ever quite intense and just like sometimes you just needed, I don't know, to watch some rubbish TV or just, you know, <laughs> yeah. do something different? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think even the more you learn about the Bible and the more you're learning about God, the more like, I mean, he feels so close, but at the same time, it's like so hard to fathom. Like it's more like, he's further away if that makes sense obviously he's still close but it's it's just like crazy and harder to like understand but it's like so good but I think definitely like I mean being at church all weekend we we serve in church volunteer in church and then um being at college all week it's definitely a lot but it's been great because we've I've been around like living with girls and been around friends and we all just know how to have a good time and just chill at the same time so it's definitely been helpful being around the people doing the same thing and you're in your third year now what are you still doing the pastoral side this year um in third year you actually do an internship so you get to you have electives you get to choose your courses um and then you are doing an internship so I intern at a local because Hillsong is a global church and they have so many campuses as well in Australia so I intern at a smaller campus called Macquarie um, and I'm doing the young adults so 18 to 25 year olds just helping with that team and getting that going. You enjoying that? Yeah well it's been on hold at the moment because we've been in lockdown but this Sunday we go back to church in person so it's going to be busy but it's gonna it's exciting what's happening. And let's touch on the pandemic in Australia compared to in England just culturally how it's been different you know nationally how it's been different so you were saying it's been a heck of a lot stricter in Australia why don't you sort of talk me through maybe like roughly the last year you know how long you're in lockdown what you could do the rules and stuff yeah I think from my understanding it has been like you say a heck of a lot (laughs) stricter um but 
like we weren't allowed to go further than five kilometers away from our house so basically we'd just be going on walks you can only walk with one other person so it'd be a lot of one-on-one catch-ups a lot of time to build relationships which I guess has been a, a bonus from it um and you just gotta basically just stay home <laughs> and it's very strict like you get fines and stuff I think in England it's a lot more relaxed but thankfully now we're coming out of it um but it's been intense but it's been good you know getting closer with my housemates and I've been I have a boyfriend and I've been able to see him he's been allowed to come over so that's been nice too just growing in relationships yeah and you were saying that people who've not had their two vaccines are still sort of in lockdown until they've had their second vaccine yeah that's right so I so all the, all the older people aren't in lockdown but you're in lockdown you can I don't know what the age is like. You can just get your vaccine. I don't uh, think. I don't think that. Well, they started. I think doing it in an order, but then I think they just needed everyone to get mm-hmm. the vaccine. So it wasn't as focused on age like it is in England. It just seems so weird how different countries have done different things. But then the borders have shut, and <laughs> excuse me, the are they still shut in Australia or is it you can go out the country but not in how how's that working now yeah I mean it's been shut like basically the whole time but now um the borders are open but only for Australian citizens so I as an international student I can't go out of the country and then get back in and how long do they think that could be for or is that unknown yet um well it's progress that they've opened it for Australians um but I think it could be like I don't know it's unknown but probably like another year for international if that maybe less yeah because obviously in the first year before the pandemic you know your family came out you got to show them where you were you got to show them so different parts of of how amazing Australia is and things like that how's how's it been sort of not being able to see them like you've not been able they've and they've not been able to see you yeah I mean it's been hard definitely because I also just recently had a newborn nephew and my sister and my brother-in-law they just had a baby so that's made it harder not being able to see him but honestly thank goodness for facetimes just being able to connect and also so good that I got my parents and my brother who came out in the first six months of me being in Australia so it was good to see them then but it's it's been difficult I know my mum is probably really feeling it and wants me to come home for Christmas and they all do and I I would love to be home for Christmas but Mm. um it's been okay because I've built a life here you know and I've been here nearly three years so I've got good people around me but what have there been any sort of bible verses that have helped you through this time or maybe a favorite one that that you refer to when you need sort of a an extra sort of oomph yeah definitely um a bible verse that I just love so much is Romans 8 28 and it says in all things God works out for the good of those who love him and which I just hold on to so closely and I think especially during this um time here of such growth I think learning more about God's love and just how like it's so much bigger than how we live our lives like his grace is so much bigger 
he's more loving than he is condemning. And I think changing that mindset is helping me on the journey of loving myself. And I definitely believe I'm still trying to grasp that genuine love for me. I think we can so often be hard on ourselves when we don't live up to the expectation of what it means to live for God or perhaps what we hear on the platform about what it means to live for God. And this can attach a lot of unnecessary shame on us as well. And I think this verse I've just held on to because, you know, shame isn't the nature of God and things that I've had to deal with. It's just like been a great reminder. And um, also just, honestly, I think in a lot of Christian circles, it can often, a culture can just be built of judgment and condemnation, which I've seen a lot as well. And I think it's such a shame that when God is, God is literally, he is love, that Mm -hmm. that is ultimately what changes people's hearts. And I'd say as a teenager, I've been around a lot of great people and great sermons, but also a lot of preaching about how to live right. And I feel, I felt the pressure of that and that it was, there was less preached about the depth of God's love for us. We can so often just put God in a box, but his love is so vast and different to any human being could ever show. Um, He loves us more than he cares about our mistakes. And we don't have to start over when we mess up and his love is unconditional. And I know that's a long answer for my Bible verse, but I think that Bible verse just has really just reminded me that yeah his love is so big and that everything is gonna work out for my good and that he has a far greater plan and I just really think people just need to know that his love is bigger than his judgment and his condemnation yeah I love that and I think what you said about people preaching about how to live right but you know who who says how to live right you know it's it's living by by God, you know, loving him, reading the Bible to get sort of, you know, to feel how people lived, what happens, things like that. But for someone to sort of stand in front of people and say, you need to do this to get into heaven, or you need to live like that to do this, or can be very off-putting to maybe new Christians if they're coming into a church for the first time, you know, um, I'm, I'm using a silly example, but like you have to drive at 50 on the motorway to, you know, something like those kind of like silly rules. I mean, that's not a rule, but um, <laughs> if it was, I don't think anyone would be going there, but <laughs> no one I know anyway. But I think that, um, I think that kind of preaching culture is sort of like not helpful. It's it's almost toxic in, in the way, like you said, it makes you feel so pressured when really God's there with his arms open you're his child and he's like just love me that's all I want you know I think so thank you for that verse and what you said I think that was really helpful um what, what do you think for people who maybe aren't Christian now but maybe have questions or or things like that do you have sort of any any more sort of words of encouragement I know you said the sort of magnitude of God's love and I don't think anyone can understand that until we like Mm. see him and be like wow but do you have anything else possibly yeah I think even what you were saying was like so true and anything else I think like you say it can just be so off-putting like I just really want people to know that God it, like we hear so often that God is love like he's a loving God and to non-Christians they know that that's what as believers we think but it's just like it, receiving that can be hard and I think 
there's so much more like even God's presence we can it's not just a feeling like he gets excited about the things that we love like maybe someone out there has like a passion for art or a passion for football or something like that and God gets excited about that too and God is in like every aspect of our life and he wants to be in that like he's not just some weird mysterious genie type thing who's like only about the law and about how we live and like he's watching us but he he's excited about what you're excited for and like I think even like I think as a bible college student as well like there's probably like a little bit of pressure for me to like oh go away from here and then be a pastor or something but I I want to do fashion design and like after this and yes I do want to preach as well um but I think just also people knowing that ministry can look like anything and ministry can be in anything and I think as a non-Christian or believer like I just want people to know that God is in everything with you and you don't have to live some type of religious life and do all these types of things and make sure you're not sinning and if you're sinning oh my goodness then you mess up like no not all like God died Jesus died on that cross like legit (laughs) not for no small thing like just to give us that abundance of grace and I think it's just so it's just so so heartbreaking when people just think he's like big and scary and like watching us and we feel the pressure of living right but like it's okay if if we make a mistake like he loves us so much more than the mistake and also that people that in Jesus's time that he kind of used you know they weren't they're like I don't know the ministers and the vicars he used like the homeless people he used like the prostitutes he used all these people that were and I'm putting like in quotation marks bad people to like do the work which is just reinforcing sort of what you were saying and I guess as well like the preaching of like you have to do this you have to do that kind of teaches you to fear the Lord which again so many people do and I think Mm. what you were saying that he loves you more than he's scary kind of makes a lot of sense yeah definitely does what so you mentioned fashion design then so what are you what are you wanting to do in the future like what's you are very fashionable you're very edgy I feel like (laughs) you just pull off a natural like vibe of fashion (laughs) what a compliment um that's a spoiler I guess a lot of people don't know that but um yeah I don't I mean to be honest I just want to like from a young age I've just like had this desire to to live for Jesus I think even like from a young age I had this revelation that life was just for living for Jesus and um I just want (laughs) to whatever that looks like but I just have such a passion honestly that's just been growing and growing for fashion and I have a little sewing machine I've been like making some fashion and stuff and like that just excites me and I want to see the world like I think I've come from like a small mind but since I've come to Australia and just like just met loads of people with different cultural backgrounds I just like want to get out in the world I do want to preach like I do feel called to preach and so I definitely want to do that I definitely want to be a part of a church probably like a Hillsong church um in Europe and do fashion designing and just you know make Jesus known yeah and also I don't think you need to necessarily be a preacher or something to do that like 
so like yeah. me with my journalism you can, it's almost like you can work in a secular society and drop your seeds of faith there instead of you know not everyone needs to be vicars and working with Christians already you need some people to work with people who don't know to like bring them in kind of thing yeah I think there's definitely a stigma like around that as well like oh you can't be in the sec like I think what you're doing is actually so inspiring and so amazing um and honestly you're just a bundle of joy anyway so I know that people's lives are being touched by you um by God working through you um but I think there's such like a stigma around oh if you work in a secular world or if you're doing a job that isn't all for the church then you know but I mean Jesus was a carpenter you know exactly very true um yeah I was going to ask you just a few questions about Australia before we finished um just probably very stereotypical questions that you've probably (laughs) annoyed at but I want to know if you've seen any big spiders or if you've had like one on the toilet that you have to whack off before (laughs) you use the toilet um actually it's like a lot of cockroaches like everywhere like big ones as well sometimes I'd wake up in my old apartment and they'd be there spiders I've seen a big one thankfully not in my toilet or in my (laughs) yeah but there's definitely been big ones around I've seen a snake once Mm. there's lizards like everywhere the birds make the weirdest noises ever like it's awful but honestly it's so cool I love nature so it's yeah, a fun time. and I guess like being by the beach has to have its advantage. But I'm still, the... I'm still alive and yeah, thankful. Is Sydney Sydney's by? I don't know Australia. Is it by the beach? Is it like by the coast? Um, Sydney, yeah, it's a big place. So yeah, that it is by the beach. We have beautiful beaches. Uh, probably like in the closest one's like an hour drive from me but there's so many beaches are so beautiful and yeah so nice to be going especially as we're going into summer um again which very 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 hot very sweaty but it's just nice to go to the beach and just be able to cool off in the ocean yeah definitely do you see yourself sort of living in Sydney permanently like after you finished at Hillsong uh no I don't I think I'll definitely be coming home um after the after this course finishes and I, I love Sydney and it's home for now but I just can't see it being home for for life yeah definitely coming to Europe <laughs> yeah I mean if you're in fashion like Milan's the place isn't it so <laughs> set up a... say, Joe, I'll, I'll go <laughs> <laughs> oh well thanks for chatting today on on the podcast it's been so interesting and like inspiring what you've said and I'm sure a lot of people will will take out a lot of what you've said there so thanks Megan thank you so much I've loved being here thanks for listening and we'll see you next week to keep up to date with all things from a Lancashire lass Follow on Facebook and Instagram at From a Lancashire Lass. Don't forget to hit subscribe or follow so you can keep up to date with when each new episode is out.